theyeshiva.net. Good morning. Welcome. So we are at the end of page 64. Ad Yerecha Ad Percha. So Vizem Maisa Menorah. How do you become a Menorah? The Menorah is Knesset Yisrael, the Kedusha of Klal Neshama Yisrael, Dvar Hashem. The Knesset, it's Machanesses Besoich Abchines Alakus. It embodies the divine energy, and it includes all Jews, Zerubavel, even the person, the greatest tzaddik and the lowest of uh, of people are all included in it. How does one to become the Menorah, Maisa Menorah, to uh, leave their Ra and become a Menorah, a source of light? So the Pasuk says, Vizem Maisa Menorah, the first thing is Miksha. As he says, to hammer out the gold, <clears throat> excuse me, to change the tzura of the Midas. And then from there we go to Zah of gold, which represents Yira, or that comes from the Hizbaninus and the truth of Ein Seif, which was the whole purpose of davening, as he explained why Anshik Nessus Agdoyla and Bayez Sheni instituted davening, which says in Shahashirim, Refidosa Zahav, his uh, bed and the furniture of the bed is all made of gold. When somebody organizes their bed, everything has its own place. <laughs> and in davening, when they organize the shvachim of Elakim, the, the praises of God, everything has its place. Every point of the world <clears throat> is an expression of a unique dvar Hashem, a unique energy of Hashem that he created. And as he explains, there are seven types of gold. Seven holes of gold, seven shades of gold, represented by David Amalek's beard as one of the legs of the Merkava, which represents a lakus, malchus chamalchus kolaylamim. David uh, allowed each one of the seven branches of wisdom to flow into what's called gold, which means into Yiris Hashem, a unique type of year that comes from one of those seven. Those are the seven branches of the Menorah, which were all made of gold. Thank you so much. The seven branches of the Menorah represented the seven branches of wisdom and the seven days of creation. Each one encompasses ten, which are the 70 souls that come down into Mitzrayim. And each Jew is rooted in one of these 70. There are 70 roots in the Shammah Yisrael. And everybody is rooted in one of those 70, which ultimately boil down to seven because the 70 is just an expression of seven, the way they come down into more details. And each person has their path through which they can reach the gold, they can reach the sense of year of awe through one of the one of the seven to be able to create refidosoi, refidosoi zahav, which expresses itself in, 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 a, in a fire, in a, in a passion like, like fire, which is dry and, and, and hot. And then he continues, Ad Yirecha Ad Percha. After we have Miksha, after we have Zav, he says, it was hammered out of gold, <clears throat> Ad Yirecha, all the way down to the base. The Menorah, you know, the Menorah looked like right on the bottom, it had this base. That was called Yirecha. And then Percha means a flower, a perach. And what he means is, all of it was hammered out of gold. The base of it till the last flower. In other words, the whole structure of the Menorah. All the way down to the bottom until the last intricate design, the percha, the flower, 
all hammered out of the same piece of gold. Nothing was added later, welded together later. It was all mixtures of ad yirecha till the base, ad percha till the flower. Yirecha, hiregel hatachta. Yirecha represents the bottom leg, the bottom, the, the foot, the lowest foot of the menorah, the, the, the base, the end of the menorah. Pircha, the flower, hemaprachim al Flowers decorated the menorah all the way to the top. You had all the way on the top, each of the branches had flowers. They were decorations of flowers. You know, the menorah had all these designs. They had gviyim, looked like goblets, kaftairim, like buttons, apples, prochim, flowers. So the prochim were all the way on the top as well. Kula ka'achas nikre menorah. That's what the Padre is saying. All of it as one is called the Menorah. From the greatest, greatest tzaddikim who are called flowers. Why are they called flowers? Not only because flowers give off a beautiful fragrance, but also the word here is Pircha. Flowers have different words. The word here is Perach. Al Shem Shatirosim Utfilosim Parcha La'ela. Parachim means flowers. But there's another translation. Parcha means to soar, to fly. So he says, their Torah and their Tfila Parcha La'ela. It soars upwards, like Oif Pairachas, right? A bird flies, it soars. Parcha La'ela. Aide Dechilu Rechimu through awe and love. Dechilu is awe, Yira, and Rechimu is love in Aramaic. Shem Gatfin, they are the wings, Leparcha that allow the Torah and the Tefillah to soar upwards, Kamavur B'Zayir HaKadosh, as explained in Zoya. The Zoya says, Oiraisa, Beloi Dechilu Urechimu, Loi Parcha La'ela. Torah, Tefillah, without awe and without love, it doesn't soar upwards. It lacks the wings. The passion of love and awe give Torah and Yiddishkeit the wings that allow it to go up and to elevate the person to soar up. A bird without wings. We have a Mishnah, Nitlu Agafeha, Kshera. A bird without wings is still kosher. We're talking about a kosher bird. In other words, it's not a vital organ that would turn the bird into treif. Like if it has a terminal illness that would endanger its life, even if you shecht it, it's not kosher. But without the wings, it's still considered kosher. But it can't fly. A person does a mitzvah without love and awe, it's still a kasher mitzvah. <laughs> but there's no wings. It's like a bird. It's one of the sad things when you see a bird. You ever see a bird with wing clipped? And it can't, it can't fly. The bird is there. The meat is there. The meat and potato is there. The etzim is there. The teirah is teirah. The tefillah is tefillah. But it mm-hmm. lacks the wings. Like parachalayla. The mice about the balshemtiv that he once came to a shul. Beautiful story. He once came to a shul, and he was standing outside. I said, Rebbe, why don't you go in? He says, the shul is full with Torah and Tefillah. He says, the shul is filled with Torah, it's filled with davening, I can't walk in. It's, the atmosphere is filled with it, I can't walk in. I said, well, for that's a reason to walk in. What do what you says, the desire says, the Torah and Tefillah without Yir and Nava doesn't go up. She said, everything stayed in the shul. So it's very hard for me to walk in. Which was, of course, a very sensitive and respectful way of saying. It's a very difficult place to enter. Because there's a certain uh, grubkite, there's a certain um, 
narcissism or uh, a lowliness. They do everything, but uh, it's a gefil, uh, a gefil of avas Hashem, of Hashem. You know, technically it's 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 fine. It's a shul. They daven. They do whatever they do there. There's something. It's it's there's a, there's a coldness there. The the wings, the wings that take the Torah and the tefillah and allow it to go up are missing. So that's what he says. It's called pircha. Pircha means a flower, but the tzaddikim there avoid is pirachas. It soars. So that's ad pircha. So he says the whole menorah is mixtures of ad ad pircha. There's no distinction. In other words, all the way, you don't say that the flower is a menorah. And the base, it's all the way on the bottom, that's not the menorah. It's all miksha. If that's not part of the menorah, then you don't have a menorah. It's all one menorah. Even the base, the lowest part, who is menorah, is essentially a menorah. This menorah includes all the parts. However, they have to be made. All of it has to be made from pure gold. Zohav Tair. Belisyag. Belisyag means without any... Belisig, sorry. Belisig, not siyag. Sig are... Uh, sigim are... Um, dross, right? Dross. Impurities. Sediments. Psylus. Uh, the shmutz. Kamashakasu pasak acher. Like it says in another pasak. Here it doesn't say the word Tair. It says miksha achas zohav Tair. Trader uses for the menorah that it should be from one piece, from gold. But what type of gold? Zahav Tair, pure gold. That's in, in Shmois, Imperial Lamed Hey. So Baalois he just uses the word Zahav, but we know that it has to be Tair. Because if gold has sediments or dross that gets mixed in from another type of metal, the 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 color of the gold. The shade of the gold changes to Yarkin, like a, a greenish, yellowish, uh, it's a different type of color. Cain, what does this represent spiritually? Ayedehara, when the Zohav is not tar, when it's not pure gold, through negativity, nishtana, a person gets changed. It's not the gold. The Gemara says in Masechah Shabbos, Simen la'aveda hadroikan. Same word, yerokin hadroikan. The Gemara says in Masechah Shabbos, daflamad gimel, the sign of a sin is, there's a change in the skin. Hadraikin is like a certain affliction in the skin. There's a change in the person. Something gets changed in the person. So whether you're low or you're high, you're the Yerecha, you're the Pircha, there has to be Zahav, Tarit, or pure gold. person has to be able to challenge themselves to go away from Ra completely. To go away from any effect and impact of evil, of negativity, of, of wrongness. What does this mean practically? How does a person do this? Lahamin baboiker. Lahamin baboiker. To believe in the morning. Expression of the Pasuk, of course, is lahamin, right? Toiv lahoidis lashem alazam alashem chalyan. Lahagid baboiker. Chazdecha v'manoscha balaylas. So here he uses the word lahamin baboiker. To believe in the morning. What does it say to believe? Chadashim labkarim. The pasuk says in Eicha, Chadashim labkarim Raba emunasecha. In Lamentations chapter three, Chadashim labkarim. Every morning, Boiker is the morning. There's new. There's something new every morning. Raba emunasecha. Great is the faith in you in the morning. We say in davening, Hamachadish betuvoi b'chol yom tabin maaser 
On Moidani, we say, Moidani lefanachem al chavkarim shechzarte b'neshmasa b'chemla, Rabba munasach. He says, Lahamin baboyker, to believe every morning, and now is the morning, it's still the morning, yeah? It's nachalz the margin. I know you were up at three, but it's nachalz the margin, yeah? Okay. Ah, depends by chesidim si balitvaks. Lahamin baboyker, it's a gloibin in the free, to believe in the morning, chadashim labkarim, you hear the Alter Rebbe says, how is a person surmeira? He has to believe that today there's a new world, a Maya Welt. Today the world was renewed. Like we say in Davening, what does this mean? Not an anecdote or a euphemism or stamps, a marshal, but the mamish, mamish means literally created once again, recreated mayayin from a state of absolute nothingness, liyesh to a state of somethingness. Now when you say the whole world, so you could think the whole world. So he says there's one more detail. Vuhu gamkein hayayim neitzer. You could say about the whole world. Shalzayin anayavelt. What about me? I'm the same old hog. I'm the Zelba, the same, the same, the same piece of Shemad. This is none of it. Who gamkin ayayim noitzer? He's also today created a new. Kemoy Adam Harishan. You have to experience yourself every morning like Adam Harishan experienced himself the moment he was created. What was Adam's feeling the moment he was created? Anybody remembers, huh? <laughs> 35 and yes. <laughs> 20, 20. <laughs> 20, I think. Bnei Chaf, Bnei Chaf. Full, mature, mature. Shahakal Nia Bidvara. Okay, that too. So then you get married every day anew too. You feel lonely like Adam, so you get married every day anew. So I said that the Ragachava gone once met Reb Chaim Brisker. Uh, they were old friends, they were chavrusas for a year. So the Rekachava had a shitta, it's not for now, but he has a shitta in halacha, that nisuyin, marriage, is a, is what he calls pu'ulanim shachas. There are mitzvahs, it's not once you do it and you yotz it. It's, even though you get married once, but it's halacha considers as though you're getting married every moment. So big chiddush of the Rekachava, which he explains a lot of rambams and sugis and shas. So he told it over to Reb Chaim Briska. Chaim Briske didn't, uh, they didn't sit with him. So at some point, Chaim Briske says, Mazel Tov. She says, What's the Mazel Tov? She says, You just got married. So I'm giving you a Mazel Tov. She says, No, 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 your Mazel Tov at my wedding also continues. It's fine. <laughs> 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 but Reb Chaim's way of saying it, well, we should start telling you Mazel Tov now for your wedding. But so, <clears throat> so she says the hergish of a morning has to be that it's Adam Arish. What was the hergish of Adam Arish? Basically, there were no old, uh, there were no no pekelach, no baggage, no no trauma. <laughs> there was no trauma. He couldn't blame. His mother, his father, his community, his teacher, this one, that one, yen. Uh, huh? 
What's trauma exactly? If you would have told him, if you would have told him the word, he's like, oh, naya problemen. So he says, every morning a person, it's a, it's a hafladic idea that every person has that ability in the morning to be able to experience that. I, there's a thousand thoughts in your mind that tell you, you're not the first human being, you're not the last human being. God is not putting you in a garden with all the trees and putting one tree off limits. But that's all part of what a person has to liberate himself from. That's all. That's why you need the Mahmer, because it's not so simple. It's, it could be counterintuitive. So it's like tshuva, no? Huh? Concept of tshuva. You don't. You find out you don't need tshuva. Yeah. Do you do tshuva? Right. The same thing. You find out you don't have any trauma after you clean the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Real tshuva. What's real tshuva? Real tshuva is when you do tshuva, you discover, right? that you didn't have to do tshuva. That's the ultimate tshuva, the real tshuva. Huh? But you have to do tshuva to discover that. If you don't do real tshuva, you're never going to be able to discover that. When you, ah, nishdu, nishdu. So, what does, it, what does it mean when you do real tshuva, you realize that you didn't really need to do tshuva? Oh, it's fine. The Gemara says in Masechus Yuma, Rish Lakish says, Yuma 86, that when a Jew, a Jew does real tshuva out of love, Zdoyna is not so like his The sins are transformed into mitzvahs. In other words, retroactively, the negative acts are redefined as mitzvahs. So everything was meant to be like it was meant to be. Is that what it means? <laughs> That's on one level. On a deeper level, it's not for now. It's basically the tshuva reveals why God allowed it to happen. Because it was really the step for tshuva. But as long as a person doesn't really do tshuva, they can't, they can't discover that. So Reb Nuchim is saying that when a person challenges and cleans up the trauma, then they realize there was no trauma. The trauma said there was trauma. The trauma said there was trauma, right? But when you could really clean it up, you realize that you were good, you're, you're, you're wholesome. The trauma doesn't let you feel that. So that's, that's what he's experiencing. That's what he's telling us. A person should be able to really experience himself as Adam what stops us from that? What stops us from that is the chatter of the mind and the thoughts and the fears and the this. I have billions of packages and pekalach and suitcases that I've been carrying and every day there's another three suitcases that the airline puts into me. But Adam came without clean slate, as they say, complete clean slate. When a person experiences this, it does something else. It gives the person a dignity. person will experience a year, an awe, and a shame from rebelling, from rebelling, from betraying the divine. I don't know exactly how to translate this, but probably he will not want something that's not real something that doesn't really exist, something that's not substantial. In other words, a person looks at their life, it doesn't seem very significant, what I do, what I don't do, what I think, what I don't think, how I act, how I don't act. 
when the person can understand that there's a chidr shahilam, there's something new, and he himself was created today like Adam Arish, like the Mishnah says, Chayav Adam Laimar, Bishvili Nivra Ha'ilam. Adam was created Yechidi to know that he is the world. There's no world and he's part of the world. Adam is the world because if there was no Adam, there's no world. There's no human civilization. Adam was created Yechidi because he is the world. And this is the Mishnah says this in Sanhedrin. You know, you know when they used to say this, they used to say this to witnesses who would come to testify against the person who was deserving, according to them, of capital punishment. So that means their testimony might cause his death. So they used to tell the witnesses, before you testify, understand what a human life is. You're saying that this person did this or did that, understand what a human life is. And they would go into this whole presentation that Adam was created Yechidi because he is the world. And when you take one life, you're not destroying one person, you're destroying the universe. And when you save one life, you're saving the universe. So when a person understands this, and you can experience yourself as that, so then what I do and what I don't do has tremendous significance. It has tremendous value. It has tremendous dignity. The person will be ashamed because you're just in a, you're in a different position. You're not a small, insignificant, valueless creature. One of the greatest challenges to avoid this Hashem is when a person looks at themselves and says, Mi ani omani, who am I, what am I? Come a piece of garbage or excrement. When a person can experience themselves as other Marisha, it's not just the newness. It's also the centrality, it's the dignity, it's the value that a person's life has, the value a person's life has. If a person would know, know that he is the only person who's going to daven today. There's a word I once saw from the Majitzer, the first Majitzer Rebbe, he writes, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha is Lashen Yachid, in the singular. Usually Hashem is speaking to millions of people. He should have said, Anoichi Hashem Alekechem. Like it says in Kriya Shema, right? Ani Hashem Aleikeichem. Shaitzeisi Eschem. I'm speaking to three million Jews. I'm your God. Says what the Rebbeinu Shalom was telling the Jewish people is, I need you. It's you and me alone. I need you. I need you. It's you. If you knew your other Marishan, it's a whole different. It's a whole different. It's a different approach. The Degel Machine Ephraim was a grandson of the Balsham Tov. So he writes, it says in Parshas Kisisa, Hashem tells Moshe, Psalach Hashnei Luchasavon, make two new tablets, come up to the mountain, right? Loyale Ish Imach. Nobody should come up with you on the mountain. Nobody should come up with you on the mountain. By Yom Kippur, it says in Parshas Achir Emois, V'chol Adam Loyisham Ba'ayel Mayed. Nobody should be there by the Ayel Mayed. Nobody. Ephraim says, God says, if you want to climb up a mountain, you have to imagine that there's nobody else. You have to imagine there's nobody else. That's how you could, the only way you can climb up the mountain is if you have to imagine there's nobody else. It's just you. Also, with our sense of vision. Chush is the the gift of vision, the gift of re'iyah. We see, chol yoim, maiseberashis. This is not just an emuna. Believe me. There's something that we can actually experience every day. Why? He says something beautiful. He says, if you're up at the right hour, what do you see? It's pitch dark. The night is completely dark. And then suddenly, out of the blue, literally, as the sun emerges, darkness is transformed into light. 
that cycle of existence is an enthralling one. We take it for granted. Most people sleep through it. But he says, if you take a look, what is happening? Don't take it for granted. Basically, there's a message here. The message here is, it's new. Everything is new. A moment ago, it was dark. Hashem could have created the world in endless different ways. What is the meaning of this cycle that doesn't stop? Never, ever stopped. For thousands of years, it never stopped. The meaning of that cycle is that you should be able to have a, a sensual, a uh, almost a physical experience of the awakening of the world, of the newness of the world. Not just something that's abstract and transcendent. That if you understand how the world works, you understand that every moment there's a new creation, every day is a new creation. But you see, it's not just, and we're not talking about every moment, we're talking here the day. Night leaves, darkness leaves, and there's a new, a new Metzius. This is the deeper meaning in the words of Ashrei. David HaMelech says, Every day I will bless you. So we explain it, every day I'll bless you, I'll thank you. He says, but much deeper. Not just, I'll bless you, I'll thank you every day. It's from the Bechal Yoim, from the fact that I constantly see this process of Goyleloir. He rolls up the light for the darkness. And then he rolls up the darkness for the light, like we say in Mayrev, right? Goyleloir Mepnei As the sun said, it's like almost Galila. Like, you know, he rolls it up. He rolls up the scroll of light for the darkness. And then rolls up the darkness for the light. The fact that I see this, this this allows me to recognize the need to, to be thankful, the need to express gratitude. It's not just I do it every day. It's Bechal Yom. It's from the Bechal Yom. It's from this process that happens every day. The newness, I can express gratefulness. Now comes a person and he's going to say, Shanimna Etzloi. This is good for everybody else, but not for me. Why? Nimna Etzloi. Alts is good and fine, but you have to understand my taivas are nishtarshu. You know what nishtarshu is? They are uh, rooted, entrenched, what we call, what we like to call in America addiction. <laughs> it's nishtarish. It's not a bizarre, an extracurricular activity. It's rooted in me. This is who I am. So you want me to separate myself from my ra, from my brokenness, from my toxicity, from my trauma, from my tivis, my cravings that are forbidden, they're entrenched in me. I can't. All very nice. Thank you. You're creating me again. But in this, this, but I'm still the same person. Huh? Very good. Very good. The trauma is also being renewed. The luggage is also being renewed. Yeah. For this person, we say in davening. We say in davening. And when you say it today, or you already said it today, you say it tomorrow, whatever it is, we should reflect on his, on the Alter Rebbe's, on the Balatanya's, his Bainanus, on what he teaches us here. We say in davening. This is in the Tefillah, in the Brach of Ezra's, right? After Kriya Shema, before Shema Ezra. There's that section, which is a very, very powerful section of davening. It doesn't get enough credit. Because after Kishma, you know, it looks like just, you know, between sitting and getting up. 
<clears throat> but uh, there's very powerful ideas there in that section between Shmen, between Shmen Esra and Kriyashma. So one of the things we say, Emes, I don't know if you ever noticed, eight, time, the wor- eight times the word Emes is used in that little section, eight times. Between Hanei Hashem Alekechem, Emes v'yatsef, until the end of the Baruch HaGal Yistol, we say the word Emes eight times. One of the times we say, Emes, it's true. Mimitzrayim ga'altonu Hashem Alekeinu. I'll just say the whole thing because he's going to explain. It's true, you took us out of Egypt. You liberated us from a house of slavery. You killed all their male firstborns who represented the might and the abusive, uh, you know, the abusive, like the SS of Egypt. And the male firstborn Jews, you liberated, you emancipated. You split the sea. You drowned the rebellious ones and your friends, your beloved ones, you passed through the sea. And that's how we get to the end of the bracha, Shir Chadosh, etc. It says, this is what a person has to think. So you think you're talking about history. No. Mitzrayim nikra ervasa'aretz. Mitzrayim is called in Chumash ervasa'aretz. Ervasa'aretz means the nakedness of the earth, which literally means the most depraved place of the earth was Mitzrayim. Hainu, what does this mean in a person's life? Hadibuk betayvis b'machshavtoy. You hear what a Mitzrayim is ervasa'aretz is? In your thought, you're connected, you're addicted to certain habits, to certain attitudes, certain cravings, certain inclinations. B'machshafte, it's all in your thought. In your thought, this is what you're connected to. V'haram And there's a sense of evil, a ra, a negativity, a trauma that encompasses, it surrounds you. It's like, it's like a, a garment. It, it's makafu. What was the, the Chiddush about Mitzrayim? Eino yochel it says by Mitzrayim, even a single slave couldn't leave. You sometimes feel that you're in a place you can't get out of it because the ra, the negativity, is makif you. It encompasses you completely. You can't leave. Not only you can't leave, you can't even stop thinking about it. This is your thought process. This is how you work. You can't divert your mind from it. This is Pshat, you're in Egypt. You can't escape it. You're trying to escape it, but you can't. Because the one who's escaping it is part of the problem. <laughs> the one who's trying to escape is also traumatized. So I'm trying to escape, but the I, <laughs> I'm, I'm escaping from Egypt into another Egypt. Because my entire I, my entire thought process, even when I think about Geula, it's with the help of Mitzrayim. That's what, that's, that's the condition. You can't run away. Any angle you go from, you're stuck. You're bringing it with you. You're bringing it into the next stage. You know, sometimes a person thinks he's going to get married and he'll be free. No, he just brings it into the marriage and now his wife becomes his mother. Or whatever, whatever the, the situation is. You bring it. Person thinks there'll be a second marriage. They say the mice about a bird that a bird built a nest 
And then the bird said to itself, this nest smells too badly. So it leaves, goes, builds another nest. And of course, there's excrement in the second nest too. After 10 or 20 nests, somebody explained to the bird and said, on one of your wings, you have uh, some serious excrement. You could build as many nests as you want and fly to the other side of the world. It's still going to smell. Because the smell is not coming from the nest, the smell is coming from you, even though you're always projecting and blaming it on the nest. So sometimes, the tools that a person uses in order to go out of their Mitzrayim, those tools are also defected. They're also impacted by it. So he feels stuck. A person sometimes feels stuck. This this is just who I am. It's too deep. These things are rooted in me. They're entrenched in me. They're ingrained in me. And the Mitzrayim, which means limitations, constraints, are encompassing me from every side. And this is the, 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 the meaning of the Pasuk. Yeshaya Hanavi tells us in Peri Gimel, Noshim Moshlu Bonu, Noshim Loshin Rabim, Bein Beheter, Bein Beiser. Sometimes there's a Metzias. Oshain Yochel Ribnam Kim Beratzen Hashem. He can't escape only with God's grace, only with Hashem's desire. Can't escape. He feels completely stuck. He taka can't. <laughs> he tried and tried and tried and tried. I'm taka a new person, but as he says, my Mitzrayim also was created. laments. <laughs> Women have ruled over us. He says Nashim Lashin Rabim. What's this He says all types of women. And here, of course, the Balatanya is alluding to a particular type of addiction that many people struggle with, where they are completely at the mercy of women, which is the concept of a person entering into a state, if nobody understands what he's talking about, and if you do understand what he's talking about, then you understand what he's talking about. But this is a, this relates to quite a lot of people today. Whether it's a permissible relationship or a forbidden relationship with Nashim, Lashim, Rabbim. In other words, all types of relationships that completely control a person to the point that he does not have freedom. This is what he thinks about. This is what he pursues. This is what he does at night. This is what he does during the lunch hour. This is what he does on the websites. This is where he has to go. Why? Because he is not in control anymore. Nashim, Mashlubanu, Lashim, Rabbim. So Lashim, Rabbim is this permissible and this forbidden. And he's a, he's a, he's he's a victim. He's a complete slave. On this we say, "Emes me'mitzrayim galton." When a person is in this state, us us, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu me'mitzrayim. Then he has to realize he taka can't leave. You taka can't leave. Hashem takes him out of Mitzrayim. And he's quoting the words of Bilam and Balak: "Kale me'tziyam me'mitzrayim." God takes you out. Let's understand this. How does this even have a connection with you? How can a Jew end up in Mitzrayim? A Jew is a child of Hashem. The nature of the Jew is to do the will of Hashem. Because you're a child. A child wants to be connected to parents. A child by nature is close to a father, close to a mother. How does a Jew end up in Mitzrayim? A Jew and Mitzrayim are two opposite realities. It doesn't belong to you. 
You're a banim lamakam. You're a child of Hashem. If you're a child of Hashem, you're connected to Hashem. You're aligned with Hashem. You want to do Hashem's will. How does a Jew end up in such a trap? The answer is, This also comes from God. It also comes from Hashem. Shenosan Hayetzahara. He's the one who put in this ability into a person, what we call the Yetzirah, the evil inclination. Kemaimer, like the Pasuk says, Asher Hare Oisi. Hashem says, I have done it. I have brought around the ra. I have brought around, I have caused the ra in Micha. The Gemara says in Mesech Sukkah that there are three things Hashem regrets every day. Right? <laughs> One of them is the Yetzirah. Why? So the, the Gemara brings this pasuk. Ashehari, oh, you see, I'm the one. I burnt the whole cholent. So this is a very interesting ma'amachazal. God regrets it every day. So if you regret it, why don't you cancel it? Press delete. It's you have to understand this much deeper. Hashem regrets it. Well, if you regret something, you can change it. <laughs> like I regret people. I regret every day that I hired this person. No, so fire him. <laughs> So if it's in the union, if you're under the union, Kemenisht. But God can fire him. The Pshat, of course, is if he wants it. But the idea, the idea of him regretting it is that's what gives the power for it to be able to be what it has to be. That it's not an union that I'm giving you because I want you should become a victim of the Yitzhahara. I want you to know that it's something that's not you that you have to overcome. We're overcoming it together. Just like by the first Mitzrayim. How did, how did the Jews end up in the first Mitzrayim? They Gilgal. Gilgal. Galgal. Gilgal. How does a Jew end up in Mitzrayim the first time? How did it happen? The answer is, Sigevena <laughs> Gilgal. A Gilgal, this way, with Yosef and the brothers and the hunger, until they got down to Mitzrayim. It was a complicated sugya, but basically he wanted it to happen. He wanted it to happen. The Brisbane Absarim. The same is true your own Mitzrayim. You could blame yourself, hear what he's telling you. A Jew doesn't belong there. You don't end up there. How are you there? Because that's part of your relationship with God. Hashem wanted the Jews to come into Mitzrayim. How do you translate Gilgul in this context? Uh, Gilgulim, like uh, journeys, complicated journeys. The Redel Dreitzach, you know, one wheel, like a dam- one wheel generates another wheel and another wheel. In other words, a lot of Gilgulim, a lot of winding journeys and complicated voyages until they ended up there. Didn't just one day they walked into Mitzrayim. Yosef didn't want to be in Mitzrayim. He was sold to Egypt. It wasn't his choice. The brothers didn't want to be in Mitzrayim. There was no food. Yaakov didn't want to be in Mitzrayim. He found out Yosef was there. And if you look at your life, that's exactly how you end up in Mitzrayim. (laughs) Ask yourself, what was your first experience of Mitzrayim that you'll identify? And you'll see you did not choose it. What happens afterwards you choose. Your first ending up in Mitzrayim was not your choice. There were facts of life. Now you would think this turns you into a victim. His point is the exact opposite. This is what allows you not to be a victim. That episode can empower you? Yeah, you'll soon see. He'll explain. He'll explain. 
And therefore it says, Al-Kenksiv, says, we say it in the Haftaris in the summer. Yirmiyanavi says, God, the Rebbeinu Shalom says these words, listen to these words. The prophet Jeremiah is lamenting about how the Jews have fallen during the end of the Bayesrishan morally, how they became morally depraved. He says, but I planted you as a Soyrik. Soyrik is considered the most beautiful of vines. Soyrik is considered the true choiciest, the most delicious, geschmack uh, and delightful grapevines. That's how I planted you. Kuloizera emes. You are completely a seed of truth. That's who you are. What's the, what, what are the meaning of these words? Says the Balatanya. We're going to go back to pre-1a. You remember the Nikudis of the Aleph base? Kamatz, Pasach, Segel, Frask. That wasn't a Nikudah. That wasn't, that's more one of the Nikudas. That's the main Nikudah. It's the only one you remember. <laughs> that was unintentional. It was just uh, subconscious. So uh, one of them is shuruk, right? You remember the shuruk? What's the shuruk? Crooked. The three, the three points, but they're diagonal. It's called bakmomis. They're not in a straight line. It says means a vine, a beautiful vine. But it's also the same word as shuruk. Even when a person looks at himself and his whole life is crooked. He's a shuruk. <laughs> he's crooked. In other words, he's not straight. The beginning of the day and the end of the day are not straight. A person doesn't have a moral compass. They get lost. That's what crookedness means. You know, when there's a winding road, you start here, you end up there, you end up there, because I'm not in control. So even when a person falls down, chas v'shal, in taivus and addictions, and what's his best way of defining addiction? Shuruk. You have no life. You have no mahalach. You have no direction. You have no goal. You're a victim. You're a tree. You're in a trap. He says, "Afal pikein emes." You should never doubt that you're completely a zera, a seed of truth. What happens when you take the shuruk and you reformat it? it becomes a segel. What segel? Zgula. I'm zgula. You don't have to go and create a new picture. You have to take those same three dots and reformat. So a noichi is also shurik. Even when you look at yourself and everything is crooked, you should know, I planted it. You have no shaykhs to it. You don't belong there. You're a wholesome, powerful, confident, divine, holy person. I'm the one who planted within you the ability to be able to experience what you're experiencing, and therefore, essentially, you are not damaged. Because this also is part of my mission. And therefore, at any moment, you can transform yourself and turn yourself from a shuruk into a segel. Which a segel, amzgula means, zgula is like a gift, like a treasure. treasure. Rashi says it's treasure. Zgula mikola amim, from all the nations. V'chein Go back to what happened. What happened by Mitzrayim? Yaakov didn't want to go down. For good reason. Who wants to go down into, into, into addictions? 
into messes, into trauma. I'm going down with you. But I'm not staying there. <laughs> I'm coming up with you too. What does he have to say? I'm going down with you. I'm going to take you up. No, 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 no. I'm going to take you up because I'm going down with you. Because even when you're down there in the mess, I'm there. I'm there. You were ultimately sent on a mission. You don't really belong there. That's not really your place. You were sent on a mission to transform the shuruk into the segel. So I was there in the descent. In other words, you're looking at yourself as a piece of darkness. What I see it is as the beginning of your work to transform darkness into light. So the same darkness you can experience in two ways. You're seeing it as trauma, and I'm seeing it as the ability to become the most powerful person by transforming it. But I am there in that place. In other words, it was never real darkness. It's darkness in your experience of it, in your perception, because I'm there also, and I'm not dark. The house was tutzuch. Yeah, Al Tarebbe was very careful with his words, but Anoichi Misha Anoichi Eret. No, because he's not. He's not only talking about Avedis. He's talking about a whole attitude. He uses the word Tivus, Nefila, Yerida. Ra also, it's 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 ain't peckle. It's the toxicities of life that alienate you from who you are. The point a Jew has to know is you didn't become ice child. Bonim lamakim, you're a child. If you're a child, this is who you are. Nothing happened. Like the Gemara says in Kedushin, Reb Meir, I'm a benkach or benkach. Atem kriyim bonim. You're always a child. It's not like if you become an addict, you're not my child anymore. You're still my child. And as we know in that Gemara, we say halach is like Reb Meir, like the Rajab says in Charles Tshuvas, Kuftzadik Dalat. Benkach or Benkach, you're a child. You're always a child. She says, how do you end up in Mitzrayim? That's how you have to look at it. How did I end up in this place? I don't belong here. I was never here. I'm not supposed to be here. It's not my DNA. It's not my chemistry. It's not my destiny. It's not my essence. The answer is, it's part of being a child. You, you, that relationship never ceased. Anoichi netatich if shuruk, so the anoichi is there. If the anoichi is there in the shuruk, then it's really a segel. You just have to, you just have to uh, switch the CD. You have to, uh, <laughs> what's the word? The you got to rearrange the dots. And today it's very easy. It's called cut and paste. <laughs> it used to be when I grew up as a child, there was a typewriter. If my father made a mistake for the algamein, what did he have to do? White it out. And if he made six mistakes, threw out the paper, put in a new paper, get a ribbon, and start over. Heint, there's no mistakes. <laughs> it looks like a mistake. Cut, copy, paste, anything you, you could salvage. Why? Because you have a word. Put it here, put it there, put the letters there. Yeah. So we have an illustration of this before Mashiach comes. In other words, what you have to do is you have to reformat the letters. You have to change a little bit the format. But it's the same energy, and you change it. Yeah. You be more disguised, but you just eradicate it. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. Once that, once that, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That Hashem is with us during this time, or is He putting us in this? Both, both. He says, Hashem gave the Yitzhahorah to the Jew. And therefore, at every moment, you're not a victim, you're not a Yitzhahorah, you're not a victim of it. You're a You're on a mission. It was a tool, exactly. Ah, you say, but I ended up and I failed and I failed and I failed already and it's 10 years that I failed or 20 years that I failed, 30 years. Okay. Other Mauritian. Ah, don't fight your limitations. You have to get up. And that's It's I. Who's the I? Whoever I is. In other words, the essence. I'm going to come down. It's not I'm sending a shliach. It's anoichi. And I'm also going to bring you up. The same anoichi. You understand? It's the same anoichi. It's not two anoichis. It's a new God. No, the Zalba Anoichi that's there is there. Shakadish Baruch Hu Oizre Gam Allah. So what's Pshat? Shepchin is Gam. Yiyele Gam Ken Aliyah. He doesn't miss a beat. It should have said, Anoichi Eider Chometzaim of Anoichi Elcha. Anoichi Elcha Gam Allah. Even the Gams in your life should have an Aliyah. Shepchin is Gam Yiyele Gam Ken Aliyah. No, Wazag. He doesn't say even the gam in your life should have an aliyah. The oso, what's gam? Gam is the osos, the extras. <laughs> the gams in your life should also have an aliyah. Ah? Pink gam. Too much anoichi. Same anoichi. In other words, give me a name. You say, I, verbistu. It's beyond the name. It's anoichi misha anoichi. It's I am who I am, my essence. And that anoichi is in the Yerida and in the Aliyah. And therefore, gam olish shepchin is gam yile gam ken Aliyah. And the person has that, we spoke before, that maybe... We have all those extras in our life that we... What we also have this, also have this. Also, 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 also. Get up. Yeah. Yeah. The gam also Vizel, that back to davening, that's the meaning. Emes mimitzrayim galtano. What's the emes? We teach emes. In other words, it's it's not fiction. Really, at the end of davening, before Shmuel by the way, all these stories about Yitzias Mitzrayim really happened. Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, till now we mentioned Yitzias Mitzrayim, we're not sure. Now suddenly emes. What, what, what are they trying to lie? Don't you? He says, no, it's something much deeper. Emes, kikuloi zera emes. You have to remember that in Mitzrayim you are still completely emes. It's a seed of truth. Alkein Mitzrayim galtano Hashem Because you're still a shtik emes. Therefore, wherever you are, God took you out of Mitzrayim. Shagula, what's the gula? Shayiya havaya lelekeinu. He's not going to go through the words. Emes, what's the gula? Mimitzrayim galtonu. What's gula? That Hashem should become a lekeinu. That's pshat gula. Hashem is yutke vofke havaya. That should become a lekeinu. It should become your consciousness, your koyach, your chiyas. We're mimitzrayim galtonu Hashem lekeinu. Mi beis avodim. What's pshat mi beis avodim? Hameshubad letayvus. The person who's a slave to cravings and addictions and appetites and habits, pidisonu, you took us out from there. Ve'echoy sa'agula, how? 
The answer is, First thing he had to kill is the firstborns. What's pshat? In the world, Peter Kalrechem is the child who opens the womb of the mother. Peter Kalrechem means he opens the womb. He's called the first child. That's what the Pechayr is. V'chein b'nefesh hu ha-seichel, reishas chachma. In the human soul, what's the Pechayr? The Pechayr is awareness. Seichel is the beginning, right? All of our emotions, all of our experience, all of our, that, it always starts off with some level of a Pechayr. What's the Pechayr? Pechayr is always Seichel. That's why it's called reishas chachma. He teaches reishas chachma, not the beginning of chachma. Chachma is the beginning. Reishas chachma is the pshat. Chachma is the beginning. It's always the beginning. It's how you look at something. Awareness is the root of all emotions and experiences. There's no emotion experience that's not being triggered by some awareness. Now that's hard to see because we get so emotional that we don't see the reishas of it. But there's always a pchur. There's always the first child. There's always what opened the womb. It opened up. That's the pchur. Reishas. That's the Pchayr. So he says, What's Pchayrayim? Pchayrayim is all the ideas, the Sichlim of Mitzrayim. Shekol, what does this mean in a person? Every person, the Mitzrayim wants to rule. Every person wants to establish his rotsin based on his own seichel, which is defined by Mitzrayim, the Pchayri Mitzrayim, Harakta. What's that Harakta? We teach Harakta, you killed. What does it really mean? Sheyipel mimadre gosoy, uritsoinoy shenikra misa. What's Pshat death spiritually? It says in Zoya, mandinofel medarge ikri mis. When you fall down from your state, it's a form of death. Like you say, I feel dead. So he says, when you fall down from that madrega, from that rotsin, it's called misa. Upcharcha Yisrael. What pcharcha Yisrael? Sichle alakus. When the seichel becomes godly. Lisbain in gedulas ain't saved baruchu betfila. To meditate on the truth of ain't saved by davening. Hanikremite bezayra kadosh, which is called the bed, place of intimacy. Sheyesh betfila mita kisei menayda v'shulchan. Tfila has a bed and a throne and a chair and a candelabra and a table. Rifidos is of. Back to the bed, which is made of gold. Ga'alta. That pchur you redeemed. Kol pchurayim harakto vchur chisrael ga'alta. What you first have to challenge is the pchurayim itzrayim. The pchurayim itzrayim is the awareness level of Egypt. That has to be Challenged, harakta. Ubchorchi Yisrael galta. How does he teach Pchorim Mitzrayim? He says, Shekolecha droitzel lahamid ritzoyna ayde sikhla. When a person becomes stubborn to his way of looking at things, every person says, I have to understand it. It has to work out with the way I understand. I stubbornly cling to my perceptions, to my understanding. That's Pchorim Mitzrayim. I'm trapped in Mitzrayim, and that's the only way I look at things. Harakta. What's that harakta? If you could fall down from that madrega, if you could jump over that step, that's mandinofel medayigmiz, that's harakta. Nefila of a madrega is called misa. That's what death is. What really, really is death is, is a person relocates from one space into another space. Ah? Avada. Very positive. Kol b'chayrei harakta. 
of Chaycha Yisrael. What's Chaycha Yisrael? Chaycha Yisrael is the Seichel that becomes aligned with Elikus, with infinity, with Ein Saif Baruchu. It's the levels of awareness, it's a type of awareness that aligns you with infinity that you, you liberate it. In other words, we have two types of Pchayrim. There's Pchayrim Mitzrayim. We look at Makas Pchayrim as a very ugly story, you know, like suddenly all the firstborns were dead. No, 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 it's a very personal story. There's two Pchayrim in your head. <laughs> There's Pchayrim Mitzrayim and Pchayrim Yisrael. Pchayrim Mitzrayim is... You're an addict, let's do am. I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm a trauma, I'm this, I'm that, this is horrible, that's a... That's it's called addictive thinking in English. Addictive thinking, that's what he's saying. It's the Chachma of Mitzrayim. It's a Seichel of... It's a Seichel of traps. It's a Seichel of limitations. It's the Seichel of Nefila and Taivas. It's the Seichel that I'm crooked. That's Seichel. And I stubbornly cling to it. Because that's what I'm comfortable with. And nobody will refute me. And I'll argue it out with everybody, including with myself. That has to die. That pchur has to die. Because if that pchur doesn't die, that's it. Everything else, it's like a, a vicious cycle. Everything else is a result of that. That pchur harakta. Of Yisrael ka'alta. Then the pchur, the Yiddish pchur, a Jewish way of thinking can come out, can be liberated. Because you can't think two machshavas at one time. Either you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution. Either you're busy living or you're busy dying. You can't be busy doing both. Either your thoughts are living or your thoughts are dying. Either your brain cells are accelerating and growing or they're diminishing. Life is a cliff. Either you're going up or you're going down. So called Pchayri Yisrael. Ga'alta, why? So that's MS. You're always in a state of MS. Mimitzrayim ga'altano Hashem alakeinu. I, you say, I'm stuck. You don't have to worry. God will liberate you. He put you in there. You're always in a state of MS. Mibesavadim pedisonu. It's not just I'm a Mitzrayim. I'm an Evet. You know what a slave is? A slave is you don't have control over your life. Your days, your nights, somebody else owns you. That's classic, real Tivus. I don't own myself. I am completely not owned. Now, this doesn't mean physically. That could be too. It means emotionally. You, you don't own yourself. You're triggered by... Either it means you're a full-blown addict or you're a half-blown addict, but even not. But something triggers you. You see something, somebody says something, and you're right in that place. Right? You come home tonight, and your Debitson tells you something... And woo, within 60 seconds, you're in Mitzrayim. Your daughter tells you something, your son tells you something, better, your mother calls you and tells you something, your father tells you something, your brother, your sister, your shutif, your this, your Yitzhahara, and you're back there. In other words, I'm an Evet. I'm completely an Evet. And it results in all types of behaviors, obviously. It's not just attitude. Pidisanu. But how does that happen? Eich! He has to go, you have to go to the Pchayr. You always have to go to the, if you don't go to the Pchayr, there's no healing. You see, you have here in, in, in 10 lines of Lakuta Torah, what do you have here in 10 lines? I'm asking you, Shleimah, what do you have here in these 10 lines of Lakuta Torah? <laughs> 10 lines. There were no 12 steps, there was no psychology, 
psychoanalysis, no Freud, no therapy, garnish. This is a Maimon from Tovkov Nun Hey, 1795. Ten shooters. Ten shooters. But ultimately, you're going to have to have Makas Pcheres. What, what broke Mitzrayim was Makas Pcheres. In a person, without the Makas Pcheres, nothing will happen. You're not going to leave Mitzrayim. So all's good, but Pari will come back. He'll rebound. He'll keep on rebounding because you didn't deal with the genesis, with the, with the awareness. So Hafludika, Hafludika Vart. I was Pshat Pcheres Mitzrayim. Shiroitzel Hamid al he stubbornly, it has to be how I. Yeah. What my original awareness, that's truth. Yeah, exactly. That's my truth. How can I go away from that? I will stubbornly hold on to the way I perceive things. Because that's the only reality I know. So I can't change that. Ezra's, Ezra's. In Kailin. In Kailin. Okay, yes. Tao Shomea, who be Karlin. I'm sorry, what you say? Yeah, I'm saying, so she didn't there are certain for example. There are certain for God. A person who's in the middle of the first 
he can there's a level of a person has to carry certain baggage it's not free like out of Marisha out of Marisha you're right so they, they exist the of course of course but one has to free himself from from the victimhood in other words we are in Mitzrayim we were sent down to Mitzrayim that's not fiction that's not fiction the point is we were sent there for example, yeah, for sure. He's going to carry that step. Yeah. But he has to, that's his, his Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Seems like there's a secondary category of Bunim, though. If you analyze it in terms of the Halakha, puts a bagam on him that, and he can't for, it, it doesn't make any sense to me you say that there's a there's a renewal from Misa every day there are some Misas that are attached that stay put so the Alter Rebbe is telling me that even though a person might have that status that it's not really who you are is that is, there's an essential in other words ultimately I become back to the Gemara Rish Lakish says in Yuma Pevov that every sin can become a mitzvah through tshuva out of love. So even my blemish becomes my beauty. Well, some things are all, it becomes a beauty mark. Some things are like through Nisa. Okay. Still. So you, you want to say that it always happens, it's just a question, it's a timing problem. And a perception issue. And how much we can experience of it. So it's a timing and it's a perception, and we, but we can always experience it fully at some point, right? Yes, yes. The other question I had was, what are the other items that Hashem uh, regrets in Sokka you mentioned? So that there were, there was... Yetzahara, Golos. No, 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 we have a Sukkah here. It's the end of Sukkah. The end of Sukkah, yeah, Mamash at the end. Uh, it's a horror. Golos. I forgot the third one. It's one of these nasty things. Does this from the Maimadim Far Peterborg? Bespakant. Far Yutas Kislev. We give it another another signal. Fire, fire. Okay. We can mamshuk zanya. Everybody has a Gemara. You still need time to meditate? That initial the only one I got lost. That moment like like took my like on the chocolate cake. That that quick reaction to take the chocolate cake and put it in. You know, that's Pchhoira Mitzrayim. Pchhoira Mitzrayim is that initial feeling I have to take that piece it's an impulse but the impulse is being fed by an unconscious awareness or maybe by a conscious one but I'm not conscious of it (laughs) meaning I could be but I don't want to (laughs) be and I just act on impulse and I hop that piece of cake that you're describing that's part of you have to kill that and he says he doesn't even like the word kill you just have to let it fall off its madrega. Don't, don't. You understand how we touch his missa here? Be it's, careful not to... Let's not kill it. 
Uh, here he touches a rakta. It's not you kill it. Huh? It's not you kill it. You, real, you realize that it has to... It's in a state of nefila. It's, uh, you say it many times. Don't let him drive the bus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in other words, even the way he touches harakta, it's not with the... Sometimes when you learn Musr, it's very... There's a lot of shvira. You know, have to kill and kill and kill and kill. And even here, when he says kill, he says it's not kill. When it's noifel from its madrega, it's called misa. It dies means it's not, doesn't have, ah? Huh? Let it fall away. Yeah, that's, that's. It's as you talked about someone who is misharsh as befet. I remember last year. So a person who's, who's rooted in it, how can you say that in a nice way? How can, it's. Right, sometimes you need shock treatment, you're saying. Sometimes a person needs... Sometimes it takes a, a, a real effort to pull those roots. Like, like hit rock bottom. Hit rock and bottom. And you can bounce up. Yeah. Yeah. But you're saying the emphasis should not be on the breaking. Right. Scale, it should be on that it's not who you are. Right, right, right. The Balatanya often says in Likudatera, when it says Lev Nishbar, a broken heart... What it means is, create an, when you break something, you create an opening, a crack. So as Lev Nishba means, create an opening that the heart should be able to feel the truth. That's what Lev Nishba means. And you're trying to break the hearts, and I have a broken heart. You have to penetrate, you see. That means you have to penetrate. You create, when you break a wall, you create a window. You, you create an opening. Break a heart means always to create an opening. If the tachlis is to break the heart, is nisht. So here you see how we teach us harakta, also the same thing. So you want to say that the tachlis is to, among some people who learn that in that fashion, that you have to, you have to destroy it and then build a new, is that okay? I'm saying sometimes... I used to learn, I used to learn most of it, with Rabbi Fabian's about It wasn't like that at all. No, okay. I know, I know, I know. I've heard, I've heard the fire and brimstone. Right, right. Present company excluded, but right. It's a fire and so, yeah, it's it's just I think certain people when they learn Musr, the way they interpret it. Uh, so it's my story. Or the way so it breaks. Perhaps, or the way they read it, or or maybe you know, maybe the way it's written sometimes, maybe a combination of different things, or it's just their own interpretation of it, like like you say. It's like in Europe, though, that the- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that, was that which Moses called? You had Navardic, you had Kelim, and you had Slabotka. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Slabotka was godless Adam. That's where Rabbi Fabian's Robinson wrote, was from Slabotka. So that's, but that concept of I'm great, it seems like Slabotka is coming out in the Kutay Torah somewhat, in a sense, because was he influenced by, it came later. Or yeah, later. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. But sometimes when people learn Musa, their interpretation of it is they break themselves. And then they break others. And it's... Uh, mm-hmm. Hurt people, hurt people. Is that the... Yeah. Soirek. Understand? That very, uh, much deeper. It's not just you go away. The shuduk can become the segel because the pnimius 
the pnimius of the shuruk is really segel because on noichi erdem chametz raima, Hashem is in the shuruk also. So mele the shuruk itself could become an akuda of er. You type for that? That's the zdoinus, yeah. Ah, ah, tazay. The whole maima we learned today, I'll show you now, is the gemara we're also learning now. Mamish, not stam. Psachim. Since Psachim is about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, especially the end of Psachim, leaving Mitzrayim, so the whole Indian here is, the whole Maim we learned today about Emes, or Mitzrayim, Galtonu, and Baha'u Yischa, is the Suga of the Gemara. What's the Gemara saying? That we learn, Rebbe asked Rebbe Shmuel to give him messages from his father. And all the messages are about how the nations of the world are going to be transformed. They're going to bring gifts to Mashiach, and hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim, shabuchu kol omim, higavur aleinu chazdoi. And how all the wealth to, in Rome, <laughs> how much wealth there is in Rome, silver and gold and all the towers of Rome, and it's all going to end up where? La yoshvim lefnei Hashem. Those who sit before, those who sit before God, right? Who sit in the yeshiva, who, who reveal Torah, who, who, who hide Torah, sisri Torah, taimei Torah. And, and, and the Gemara brought from Shmuel how Yosef collected all the silver and gold in the world and brought it into Mitzrayim. And when the Jews left Mitzrayim, they took it all up. They took it all. And they emptied out Mitzrayim, either like a net without any uh, grain in it or like the sea, the depths of the sea, without any fish in it. So what's the point? What, what, what's the meaning of all this? What's the meaning of all this? So it says in Sifrei Chsidus that the word kesef, like we learned in the Kodotayra, is ahava, love. Yosef, it says this, the Shem Yishmuel writes it and others, Yosef collected all the love from the whole world. The kesef, all the love from the whole world, he brought into Mitzrayim. There's a vart from the Kotzke Rebbe. It's a very, very powerful vart. It's like a... You're familiar with the era of Romanticism. Huh? The era of Romanticism. Listen to what he said. He said, when the Baal Shem Tov came to the world, he opened up in heaven, Heichel Ha'ava. This Yashem Yishmuel writes, he heard from his father, the Avne Nezer, who heard it from his father-in-law, the Kotzke Rebbe. So it's mamish, it's direct. The Baal Shem Tov opened up the chamber of love in the, of the chamber of love in heaven, And he brought down a tremendous koyach of ahava. And that's why he says the first generations of chsidim and their rebbes, there was a tremendous ahava. You see from their svarim, the avas Yisrael that they revealed. The whole yisoid of chsidis was avas Yisrael. The love of all Jews, to love every person, the lack of judgmentalism, the Baal Shem Tev, and all of his Talmidim. And the Chatzker Rebbe says for a few generations, the love was so powerful, it was overwhelming. You saw it between Chsidim, you saw it between um, the Rebbes and the Chsidim, the Chsidim and the Rebbes. The Chatzker Rebbe said, now we see that Tzinishtaza, it got diminished. And he said what happened was the flow of love was so powerful that all the chitzonim, the world, took it 
and a whole new literature of romance developed. And it's all from the Baal Shem Tov. It's the Yenikas HaChitzaynim. The whole era of romanticism and romance and, and all that, he says they were taking from that Ava, that source of, of endless love, and using it for their own purposes and distorting it. So he says, so the Tzaddikim closed it up. <laughs> That's what he says. They closed it up somewhat. They put a lid. Because it was, uh, it was all over the place. Huh? You know, when there's a flood in the house, you close the water, you go down to the, to the boiler room and you shut the, you shut the main and there's no, any water. Nobody has water. The sinks also don't have water. Because you don't want the earth to get flooded. That's what he writes. Remember, she says this. So the idea here is that Yosef collected all the Ahava, all the Avas from the world, all the love from the world, and the Yira, and he brought it to Mitzrayim, and the Jews had to take it with them. They had to take it. That's the Pshad. They took all the Nitzutzes of Kedusha and Mitzrayim, that it all could be elevated, it all could be sublimated. That was the point of what we learned in the Baha'u'llah's Chemaimer, that the Shuruk can also become a Segal. In other words, all the love, there's an energy there that you can elevate, you can sublimate. So they take it all out of Mitzrayim. And they empty out Mitzrayim of all the silver and gold. And now the Gemara continues the story. How it develops throughout history. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.